0: Last weekend, I was sitting on a five-gallon bucket, staring down a dark hole. That's right, it's ice fishing season. To my left was my brother-in-law, using Garmin LiveScope technology. The sonar technology showed fish right next to his bait in real time. To my right was my son using Vexlar technology. You could see fish move toward his bait as he moved his line up and down. My fishing hole was noticeably lacking in technology. Just a hole in the ice in an ice skimmer from the 1950s. I had no idea if there were fish by my bait, but in the end, it didn't matter. None of us caught any fish because they just were not biting. When you're sitting on a five-gallon bucket ice fishing, you have a lot of time to think. I was wondering how fish activity changes with differences in water temperature. Most people can imagine fighting a large northern pike in the summer. They'll put up quite a fight on the end of your line. That same fish would seem docile by comparison when caught only a few months later ice fishing. Why is this? Well, certainly water temperature plays a role. As a general rule, fish activity increases with temperature. In the summer, lake water surface temperatures can reach into the 70s or more. This is certainly not the case in the winter. The water temperature just under the ice is 32 degrees. That is a 40 degree decrease in temperature from summer to winter. Fish continue to feed in the winter, but less actively. It's obvious that water temperature in lakes are not uniform from summer to winter, but it's also not uniform from top to bottom. During summer stratification, lakes more than 20 feet deep usually stratify into three distinct layers. The top epilimnion layer stays warm at around 65 to 70 degrees. The middle metalimnion layer is the transition layer between the warm top and cold bottom. And the bottom hypolimnion layer is the coldest, ranging from 39 to 45 degrees. Fish activity will certainly differ upon what layer they are positioned. Fish are cold-blooded animals. Cold-blooded means the animal's body temperature is basically the same as its surroundings. A fish swimming in 50 degree water will have body temperature very near 50 degrees. Fish can regulate their body temperature only by swimming into different surroundings, such as swimming to a different water depth or swimming into the shade of a pier or other water structure. Winter stratification has more uniform water temperatures, with 32 degrees right below the ice to 39 degrees at the bottom of the lake. These temperatures remain stable because ice cover prevents winds from mixing the water. In cold water, enzymes that digest the food a fish eats are very slow acting. Therefore, it takes quite a while for a fish's meal to be completely utilized, and the fish are inactive. As water warms in the summer, these enzymes become more active and the fish eat more often. Temperature is not the only factor influencing fish activity. Oxygen level is another major factor. Fish breathe dissolved oxygen in the water. Water plants and phytoplankton increase oxygen levels in lakes through photosynthesis, but it's depth dependent. Sunlight has limits on how far it will penetrate into the water, limiting the depth at which photosynthesis can occur. In addition, air pressure forces oxygen into water. Wave action in a lake or current in a stream expose more water surface area, raising the oxygen content. Cold water can hold more oxygen than warm water. Hot summer air temperatures can raise water temperatures, so it won't hold enough oxygen to maintain fish life. This is where the balance comes in. Fish are more active in warm water, but can't be too warm to be void of oxygen. You may be familiar with the term thermocline, which is really the same as the metalimnian layer or middle layer that was mentioned above. The top layer of water may be 15 feet down to the thermocline. High oxygen content exists just above where the cold and warm water meet. The thermocline will be the same depth across the entire lake. So in the summer, try and find areas where the thermocline meets weeds, rock bars, structure, or cover. Fish will favor these high oxygen areas and just might be convinced to bite. So understanding how water temperature and water oxygen levels change can help you locate fish. Making them bite is another story. That's why we call it fishing and not catching. For Field Notes, this is Scott Bovee from the University of Wisconsin-Madison's Kemp Nature Resources Station.